0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Steam and Steel, a podcast all about heritage railways and the volunteers who work at them. Today we have Peter Dickinson who is a historian of the railway and also works at one of the stations. This is going to be an interesting one so let's dive straight into the episode
1: and I hope you enjoy it.
0: How are you mate
1: good hello i'm very well thank you Matt. how are you you well
0: i'm all well thank you very much for asking thank you very much for being a guest on my podcast it really means a lot
1: it's an absolute pleasure absolute pleasure mm-hmm.
0: right so shall we delve straight into it then absolutely far away go sure. so tell everybody a little bit about yourself
1: well, hello everybody. My name's Peter. Um, I'm one of the volunteers on the Clangothan Railway up in North East Wales. Um, I am 29. I'll be 30 um, probably the next well probably by the time this podcast goes out. Um so I'll be um, <laughs> Yeah, but my day to day work, I am a senior consultant for a environmental consultancy, which is a lot to say even while sober, um, which basically involves oh, wow. that I, um, I I'm involved digging myself in and out of holes pretty, pretty much, um doing ground Fair doing ground investigations on sort of brownfield land for redevelopment purposes right across the UK, so that sort of keep, keep, keeps possibly. me keeps me entertained and keeps me I'm very fortunate I can still sort of travel. During you know the lockdowns et cetera um so it's been yeah' I abs- absolutely love it been doing that for sort of seven years now um oh wow, really yes abs- uh, yeah really it's a quite it's um, it's it's, <laughs> not, it's it's nice to be able to sort of travel around, travel around the country and sort of spot things that you've had a, a handle in you know, so think you know sort of like sites we've we've tidied up um new new buildings we've we've been involved putting in et cetera it's been you know you, you do leave your legacy a little bit in all this, but also delve into the history of, um, you know, sites right across the UK. So it's... Um, absolutely fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's, uh, I mean, it, it, it's got me now to... I mean, I, I live in, in Worcestershire, um, and it's gotten me down to the Isle of Wight. To pretty much up into, into, towards Darlington sort of area up in the northeast. So it is sort of nationwide in that respect um I'd, I'd like to stay within sort of an hour or so of radius of home but doesn't no. it no, work takes you everywhere so no that's about about me and my sort of my paid work Um, as a, am uh, as i said before i'm a volunteer on the clangatham railway and have been since 2012 um so i've been so go, going up there um most most weekends since since 2012 and what do you do on the railway well, on on the railway, I started off. Um, well, I started off in in early twenty twelve, um, volunteering at Berwin, which is one of the intermediate stations on the on the Klangothen Railway. Um, I was there as station staff up until twenty eighteen. Um, which I must be honest, I got in. I got involved with the railway. Um, pretty much through geology my, my background you know is, um, is is having done geology at university i was called upon to do field work in the clangoston area um back in 2011 and i ended up spending six weeks camping um just on the outskirts of clangoston walking walking the hills every day um, looking at outcrops etc and um, basically after six weeks of you know here in, Whistles going along the D Valley from from the passing trains, Um it somewhat gets in your blood, you know. <laughs> and, uh, I fell in love with the place, so it was the geology of the D Valley got me into the railway of the d i I never um, knew that. You not, know, obviously, we've, we've had a, there you are, that's a little little hidden gem for you there. That's a, you've heard it first, yeah. On podcast. Obviously, we worked together, <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: occasionally on the railway, even though we're in different departments. But I never actually knew that's how you started. Yes. That's that's. I in all really yeah, most, like,
1: yeah, my, oh, you know, mouth agape a little bit. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It's um I have certainly got to know every sort of outcrop and you know, rocky bit <laughs> yeah. of land in within about a, a about a three mile radius of Langothan, I think, it's <laughs> doing that. Um but I def, definitely recommend it to oh, It's a
0: lovely place. It's uh, an absolutely lovely place.
1: It certainly is. It's so,
0: with you saying that you were station yeah. staff, tell tell everybody what you what you do now.
1: Yes. Well, now I'm I'm more involved with the, the sort of the heritage aspects on the on the wider Clangothan um, railway. So rather than just being based at at Berwyn, um, it's now in, my role now involves sort of volunteering um, based at Carog, which is one of the, um, the other intermediate stations on the line, um, and has, was the temp, the terminus for a good number of years um prior to the extension to corwin um so it's involved with trying to put back all the and fittings along the line that were removed due, you know, after its closure so all the sort of line size signage all the um sort of mile posts and uh, you know all, all that sort of thing to try and recreate a sort of a, a 1950s rural railway scene yeah. you know um, trying to you know, it's pretty much one to one scale modeling if you want to put it that way, and um, so 're trying to get all the details back in so you you, you know, the, the whole valley the railway goes through over its ten mile length is fundamentally unchanged over its one hundred and fifty year plus history really um, there 's very little modern development in it, so you can very accurately sort of recreate as it was in in, in the days of steam. Um, and it's just those little finishing touches that are just sort of bring it up another level, and just you know I- increase the you know, the customer experience really of um, you know of travelling back in time. To detail. So that's the yeah. absolutely, absolutely. You know, and most most of the work we do probably would never. You the, the idea is you wouldn't actually spot it on its own, and you know it's, it's designed to blend in. But as part of a wider package, you'd you'd miss it yes, if it yes, wasn't I know Exactly what you mean. You know. Um, that's, um, that's that's it. So it's um, yeah, lo- lots lots and lots of intricate um, painting, and I've, I've managed to get very good now at painting cast iron signage without sort of getting the black and white in the wrong places and all this <laughs> sort of stuff, you need a very steady hand, uh, <laughs> which is a, it's a skill, when I started off with, started off to slop it on, and it's now gone to very, you know, sort of uh, painting by numbers almost, you know, colouring color between the lines, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's a lot more, uh, the, the brush size has, de- has sort of decreased massively in the past two so years. So it's gone from a roller <laughs> to a fine paintbrush. Absolutely, absolutely. I still feel more comfortable with a roller, but it's it's gone down to yeah sort of fine fine paper oh, fantastic. Yeah. you know, yeah, just, so, so that's that's you know that's that's what I'm involved with on in a sort of a date you no know, part on the railway um I do a lot of things in the behind the scenes really um as I as I live hundred about a hundred miles away from Clangotham. It's um, you know it's it, there's a lot of things that go I can do from from home, um, including sort of um, you know, I've been the author of quite a few books now on the on the history yes. of the railway, um, and I go and do sort of um, talks to organisations ab- about the history of the railway as well. I've Been very fortunate in being invited to give quite a few presentations, um, which. Yeah, being being twenty nine, it does cause a bit of confusion when I turn up to some of these. Um I, I you know, it's sort of expecting a much older person to turn up, I think, to try and give these talks. Uh, and then it's a little bit sort of aghast when sort of this the this, this you know little whippersnapper turns up. Saying I'm going to talk to you for an hour and a half, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing that you know, I'm, 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 I'm. normally being shepherded out the room, so like you know, you must, you, you've, got, you've got to leave now. We've got our guest and <laughs> it's a case of no, no, it's it's me. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I was going to say um, in my introduction, um, I stated mm-hmm. that the, uh, the the GWR um, was absorbed, absorbed Langothan in. Give me the
1: date. Eight. You you stated 1877. I believe, 1877. I believe, when, you, when you put in? Yeah. This. Um. I, I'm going to be really sad. No, nope, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I brought it up. Um. That's, it, that's, I mean, sort of. I've over the past sort of 10, 10 or so years, we've built a quite a large sort of collection of paperwork. So to the extent that quite, it's now sort of known locally as the Bromsgrove Railway Museum, is sort of what I've got in my house at the moment. Um. And there's, a, there's a lot of uh, the original paperwork for the building of the railway, the acts of parliament, and the sort of surveys, right with you know the large linen drawings from the nineteen early nineteen hundreds. Um, so we've actually the the railway first came to Clangothan in 1862 yep. um, as a as a branch line from from the shrewsbury to chester route um really on on the back of um the fact it'd been bypassed by every other railway in, uh, you know during the railway mania phases of the previous years um but from the outset it was you know being backed by the great western so it was sort of it was being run in um by the great western um f- for the benefit of the shareholders at the vale of Langothan Railway, but it was ultimately absorbed um along along with is subsequent extensions towards the coast, towards Barmouth, um, you know, as far as, as Dog Ethley, um, in 1896. So technically, <laughs> technically, sort of 1896, but there, there is a few answers to that question. <laughs> when, when did the Great Western take over at the railway? You could, you could argue it was as early as 1862. Um, but 1896, is was the official sort of taking over of all the infrastructure yeah. and running of the line. So there there we go if that if that help helps your or these uh, the, the listeners to fall asleep then I'm, I'm very grateful I've been no I'm pretty, sure that, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure
0: it's all fascinating stuff you know because it's it's something that yes, we work on a heritage railway and we keep the uh, heritage alive, but it's not yes. specific if that makes any stra- if that makes any strange sense
1: yes. Yeah, exactly, I think there's there's a lot of sort of um, dominance really um, towards the, the steam engines themselves on the on preserved yes. railways, um, and that's whilst you know they, they are a, a big draw to you know from from the general public, um, it's not they're not the be all and end all. There's a lot. There's sort of what we're, try, we're you know, trying to recreate is ultimately a bit of a living museum, aren't we, in in the, the preservation sector, so that. Um, you know, you you go walk into a into a preserved station, and you step back fifty to hundred years. Ultimately, you know, and there shouldn't really be anything in that view that detracts from that. You know, illusion in effect. Um, and it's all it's all really part of. You know, our role is to try and do a you know, a living history museum sort of setup for, from from these attractions, um, and also to educate the public into. What the history of, of the the railway is and it and its role and purpose in effect in, in days gone by yeah um which is the bit really i i find fascinating <laughs> <laughs> you know um you know it's it's the, you know, when we go in going to when i was following and i was volunteering there for six years i think it wasn't there um we were fine. We you mean mean people coming into the station and we had a, a re- the waiting room so if you if you've never been it's a very grand station for what served really a couple of local um houses stately homes in effect if you best analogy is probably the station for about five downtown abbeys sort of an analogy yes. you know um but there's a big big grand fireplace in the middle of the, in the in the waiting room and um, quite a few visitors would come in you know and say is, is that is that electric fire um, and we were like no you've seen you put coal on and that sort of thing and it's like is that, is that a real fire and you go yes that's a real fire <laughs> and they'd, ne- they'd never seen you know, a, a, a burning coal fire before you Know and it's sort of you know as nice as it would be to sw- flick a switch on the side of it and it comes on rather than spend an hour prepping it and cleaning only it. Only an and hour, it. um, yeah, well, yes, yeah, and for, for a steam locomotive, it's <laughs> if you manage that in an hour, you've done phenomenally well. Yeah, this is it's only a great by about what two foot, this is true. Yeah, Perry. so it's not really, it's a, it's a little bit small, only, only a little bit. <laughs> It's a it's a little one, yeah. I think it'd be sort of like fifteen inch gauge sort of. Yeah, thing.
0: probably a
1: box, really, Or firebox. <laughs> but no, it, it's
0: as you say, but but it's also, as you said, it's a living museum. So it is. It's <laughs> the little
1: details that people, if it wasn't there, you'd notice. Yes, yes, you know. I mean, if you if you walked into. You know, if you were just going to a, to a row to ride on the on, on behind a steam locomotive, um, then it, you may as well just put a porter cabin up and you know just just do it from that. Um, you know, we're trying to trying to do more than that and trying to put the the detail back in. And as I said before, it's it's with a view that the public doesn't notice each individual item. You know, and we we go into sort of the nth degree details on on some things. and it's you know to anybody listening in would we'll just think you've gone mad, you know, discussing the sort of like the, what correct shade of paint it should be and all this all this farting around. Um, but ultimately, you know, it's it's with a view that it blends into a wider wider picture. Um, so that it it looks right. You know. That's it. Um, you know, and it's it's it does it's it, even even sourcing those items is. Yeah, you can't really go into B and Q and a lot of these and buy the items off the shelf. No, of course Um, not. There's a lot that's going to be either found in auctions or you know collected from you know from around the around the country, um, or made in quite a lot of cases. You know, Um, we put it. I was involved with a project at Carog not so long back, putting the original um, quad royal poster timetable poster up in the waiting room, Um, and we had a an a1 version so a, a metric version photocopy yeah. of it um, but we we didn't have the original sized version which was for anybody in the know it's a it's quad so it's for 50 by 40 inches um so we ended, ended up taking it away you know taking it down to birmingham getting it scanned in by you know, one of the only sort of scanners in the country that will do a large scale scanning you an know, a1 sort of document. Um, Sort of AO, I think it was actually, and um, then taking, bringing it back, and then one of the volunteers painstakingly took about two weeks on the computer trying to take off all the photo, photocopying marks and lines on it, and rebuild the image back to as it would have been in you know, when it was pim- printed in 1964. Wow! Um, so they could then put it back on the wall. So it was probably about a month's work in one piece of paper. <laughs> wow! <laughs> you know. And, and you walk past it now, and um, you know you wouldn't notice a difference. We, we had to we had to trial it with you know sort of working out the best way of, of putting getting it onto the board, for example, because you know it's, it's um, spray adhesives or wallpaper paste. In the end, we just stuck with wallpaper paste. It was the original way it was done, so we went back and did you know did it the, the proper way. Um, so it's it's those it's the little things which you know you don't expect anybody to notice, but. It's, it's you know in in that setting. It looks spot on, and that's that's the intention, you know. Um, and it's and it's you know, There's it's having a lot of people coming up and looking at it and reading the times off it. So brilliant. If, if it if it's a talker and adds to the the ambience. Then the brilliant. hats off to you for doing it as, as well. As well. <laughs> We've done our <laughs> You know, it's, it's it, like with all all these things, it involves you know, quite a few people behind that's the scenes. That's what I said. Hats off to, um, to all of you that you do know, that absolutely you know yeah so i'm not i'm not taking the credit for it at all there's, there's been a very small and hardy band of of people in on quite a few preserved railways actually who who've helped us along the way um you know so full full credit to to them for everything that they've they've done to help us so far and continue to do so i hope you know um so so no, I think we, we need to we need to focus a lot on, on the education side of things and sort of tell tell the story you know of, and of all the interesting bits about the railways um to a younger generation. You know, the the you know, well, me and, and and yourself, you know, we don't remember the no, days. You know, we can wax lyrical about them. <laughs> um but it's trying to relay the, 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 the beauty of and the sort of the, the, or the the importance of those you know, of those the days of steam and the days of diesels afterwards, um onto you know onto the younger generation who are quite a very interactive, um bunch, um but uh you know it's mainly on computer That's screens it. and you know, mobiles and that sort of thing you know, um the benefit we had at Birmingham was there was no Wi-Fi so it was brilliant you had you had a captive audience from the outset because they weren't looking at the screen because a dead spot. <laughs> Exactly, you know, and it was it was it was one that we didn't really want to fix either. You know, it was sort of worked in our favour. Okay, well,
0: yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. <all this> <laughs> I like that. So, you're also a guard, aren't you? No,
1: no, no. I, I no, I, I, I wish, wish I was, and I think in, you know, in the future it may well be something I look at. But no, I've, I've, I'm involved on the trains. Um, for the past couple of seasons doing sort of on-train raffles and things to, to raise money for the uh, putting the heritage projects back um, in, in place. Ah! Um, so I'm sort of free, frequently on the trains been doing sort of, doing the raffles and things, um, but no, I've, I've, I've never never blown a whistle or waved a flag in that instance. Then that, I will put my hands <laughs> up,
0: it's my mistake, because I've seen you, like, obviously because uh, we work at different departments... Yes, we speak. And yes. sometimes when there's a footplate ride going on, I'll go into the first coach and I've seen and spoken to you. And of course, you wear the full guard's mm. uniform, don't you, pretty much? Or well, the
1: ticket's the Indeed, yes. So, yeah. my bad. It's, I it's the joys of the great Western uniform, which is um, lovely and warm in the winter, but you sweat to death in yes. the summer. Yes. Um. <laughs> And, but the sun always shines in Clangothan, so do do come along, you know, it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> now, everybody it's a myth it, really- it's yeah. a myth yeah. they say yeah. about the
0: <laughs> <day>. Fair <laughs> dude. So take us through a typical day of what you get up to then. So get up you know, from when you get up in the morning.
1: Well, it's a, it's an early start. Um I'll say it's it's about an hour and a half to an hour and three quarters drive to get to the railway. Um a couple so this past year has been strange for us I think with the sort of pandemic um, the previous year, um, 2019 I was actually going, leaving home about half, four, five o'clock in the morning um, and walking the hills around Langothan, um and you know, the right way through to Corwin um, to, as part of a walks guide that we've been putting together f- for the line so it's sort of the walks from the, our station oh. um, so we each one involved sort of a walk between one to two miles up to sort of six miles. Um, so I'd be sort of going up. Um, and I, it was, it seemed at the time a very clever idea to sort of put one together. So I thought, well, I can, I can write this from home and um, not a problem. Anymore. And then my mind went through it and I thought well, it would be really nice to add photographs in sort of a the route, yeah. which then meant I then had to walk every single walk that I was putting together for the book. Um, so i was spending sort of two or three hours in you know first light really right through the summer months in 2019 walking up to say you know, six to ten miles and um, doing a couple of walks photographing it as i went and then signing on for uh, a term um, as a volunteer at Langotham. um in the morning which sounds mental now sort of looking back at it, it yes like, it does <laughs> um it does you know yeah, I, I, if any, anybody's listening and thinking they'd like to volunteer on a Preserve Railway, this isn't the normal experience you will have, don't worry, it's self-inflicted. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my, my normal day then would be either sort of spending the day on, on the trains, raise, raising money through through raffles, etc., for um, you know, to, to pay for the, the heritage projects we're, we're instigating, um, or it would be spent in um, one of our workshops, um, at uh, at Carrog, uh, on the intermediate stations, um, doing all the restoration itself, so you know res- restoring signs, furniture, um, fixtures and fittings, and and you know, pulling them out along the line, or doing vegetation clues depending on the time of the year as well. So there's there's never there's never really a day yet that I've I've, I've been able to find. Yeah, you know? uh, <laughs> and, a, and that's the beauty of it is that it's all it's that variety. Um, yeah, and it's the people you meet whilst doing it. You know, the the, so the the passengers on board the trains are you know some of the most you know enjoyable people to be with and to, to interact with. You know, with so many different different stories they're able to tell. We've had um, we've had people who've come along um, who have you know been firemen and drivers during the days of steam who are riding the trains. And they sort of make themselves known, and you have a you know good, good natter to them. Yeah. Um, and there's there's others who you're trying to explain. You know, they've never been on a steam train in their lives, and this is now the Hogwarts Express. You know, so this is the Harry Potter yeah, that they're riding on. Um, you know, so it's 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 fantastic to to speak to these to to people in general. You know, it's um it's a very interactive industry that we're in you know, that we're volunteering. It into. is. It um, really is. You know you know and you know and i've seen all the other volunteers as well you know we've got we've got a very you know we've got a fantastic bunch of volunteers unpaid paid staff on the railway um you know they'll, they'll go above and beyond repeatedly um to to make sure that you know our visitors have the best possible day and that you know things are presented well you know um yeah and, and looked after and i, I, I can't yeah you know, it's it's worthwhile, it, it feels worthwhile doing that sort of 200 mile round trip every time I come up to the railway, um, to, to be a part of that. Um, you know, my, my, my drive takes me the full length of the Severn Valley, takes me past Telford Steam Railway, takes me past the ones at Oswestry, um, <laughs> but I still end up coming up to know. <laughs> so it must be doing something wrong. Right, um, to, to, to enable that you know i could i could get much um, far more sleeping in the night time if i um you know if i volunteered more local to me but there's something about the d valley and it's the scenery and the people uh, and you know what's been achieved since 1975 has been phenomenal yes it is so, It really uh, is you know, and we, we you know we, we do run a risk of taking that for granted on a on an almost daily basis we're sort of forgetting that the railway that we're now having the, you know, the privilege really to to help be a part of wasn't there in 1974 you know it was a, it was an overgrown trap bed no no trains no track um you know n- no real prospects i mean the station at clangoston um there was at the time that the early preservationists wanted to rebuild the railway there was a vote in the town council to um whether to let the preservationists take over the station um or whether to turn it into um basically hotels and apartments along the river along the riverbank and the council voted in favor of one vote <laughs> just wow one, to put wow. to put the railway back that's how close it came to us not having this discussion today <laughs> <laughs> down to one, one vote um, i never knew any of this
0: this is fascinating didn't
1: you, yeah, for me <laughs> you know this, you know that, that's that's how close it came to you know to the, the not being a preservation centre at Um, you know, it's as close as that, and, the, and even that was with the caveat, in that they had to lay a mile of track within the first five years, you know, so the, the first open day was sort of, what, 60, 60 feet of track, so one, yeah. one carriage length of track in the platform, and um, 1,500 people um, visited the station for that open weekend, <laughs> you know says so like we came to you know the very, our very first open day was you know 1500 people and one one length of track wow and look at it now <laughs> eh, in comparison and yeah. look at it now you know sort of thing it's um, you know it's gone from strength to strength and um, but the beauty of it is that you know anybody who walks down the ramp into langgarten or any of the intermediate stations, can be can be filled for thinking it's always been there, and if if we're able to achieve that on a daily basis, we've done it right. Oh, yeah, that's you know, it. We've able to. That's that. That's it. You know, they're not walking down. It's just you know trees growing through the you know where the track should be. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, you know that's that's we've we've we we've, we've got to be very very thankful to you know all the volunteers, past and present, for for the efforts they've yes, put. Yes, here here on, indeed. You know, and it, you know, and you know. In in all departments, of course. Uh, I, th- I think you know on all railways as well. <laughs> yes, of
0: course. Well, that's what this podcast is about. Is about the people. At absolutely,
1: absolutely. You know, f- railways fundamentally have been you know a very social ent- enterprises. You know, they they were designed. But ultimately, you know, most of you know they had a huge way of life attributed to them, and they caused you know massive changes to you know e- everyday life for 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 people right across the across the country. You know, they revolutionised agriculture. They revolutionised you know, well, basically Victorian industry. You know, right way through. So, you know, they we don't we don't sing the praises too highly. You know, or highly enough. No. Um, you know, they they're just um, we just now we run the risk of it become relegated to you know a steam train ride to go and see Thomas or the Flying Scotsman. <laughs> yes, you know, you know. Dare I say that and not Blue Engine's name? I apologise to anybody <laughs> <laughs> for raising the matter of that. <laughs> but you are right. Yeah.
0: You know, as much as it's um, wrong to say it, it's you know the, as you said the most famous engines that people know of when they see steam train is either Mallard. Thomas a tank engine, or a flying scotsman yeah
1: yeah, exactly. and there's a lot more to it than that absolutely i mean i I was very fortunate in that my my high school days was at a certain place called rainhill, um so I, my, my sort of you know um, high school education was within a mile of the Rainhill trial site, um, but even then it was it was what an, an one hour lesson in those five or so years on the reinal trials and then it moved you know your history lessons move on you, you start looking at you know henry the eighth and all that sort of thing yep. you know so, that, so um it's it was very very fortunate but i don't think really it's it's particularly well told the stories around no, um, Always. no it should be because yeah. it's it's well it, it caused our industry to thrive didn't it it did absolutely absolutely and i i, I think to be honest by, by having these things you know, preserved um, you know, I, either in, in museums or, you know, as a, as a working example, like a, a heritage railway, is, you can actually see how these things are rather than read about them in, in books. To actually be able to see these things and interact with them is a far better learning tool. I totally you know, agree. We, we, you know, we, we, we did... Yeah, that, um, one, when I, I'm frequently buying things on, on um, online auctions and things, and one of which was a, a wicker... Um, GWR basket, you know, just uh, for carrying um pigeons, um, and <laughs> sort of as you do, you know, yeah, who, who doesn't want to, uh, wick a wicker pigeon basket, you know? Um, so I, I, I bought this thing <laughs> and we sort of took, took it up to Berwin and it just 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 end up you know relegated in one corner and didn't turn an eye. And I thought, well, how can we make this talk? You know, how can we make this sort of work? Um, so. In in my ultimate wisdom, um, I went online and bought a um, five pound plastic pigeon which was sort of the ones that were take, taken as decoys for shooting parties and that sort of things yeah and um, then st- stuck it in the in the wicker basket and put it on on the on the platform on top tr- on the trot and the platform barrows and um, suddenly you get all these people taking pictures of, of this pigeon <laughs> <laughs> in the basket And you sort that you poke the head through the front of the basket something I it, it suddenly became you know a, a real interactive exhibit to the to the extent that I think we took it too far, really. Certainly, when the so the, the volunteers on the on the line got wind of what what we'd done. Um, sort of Walter as we christened this this pigeon. I was going to say didn't to give it a name. It did. Yeah, we did. We got to that stage. So Walter had um, ended up being attacked by the station cat on quite a few occasions where there would be the pigeon and this sort of like um, you know stuffed cat in the found in the basket together. Oh, And um, and on one such occasion I turned up and just found there were some feathers taped to the bottom of the basket and the pigeon had gone. <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> they've just been um, t- taken hostage for a bit. You know, so it's, it's those sort of things that just you know quite wacky and off the wall. But you know, it makes it make it made my day, and it made loads of people's day. You
0: know, it's just that little bit of fun.
1: People know, remember
0: that though, you know. When they go to the railway, they oh, will a picture in the basket.
1: What? Yes. You know, you know, having having a locked case with Houdini written on it or something like that. You know, something you it stand out in your mind. What, you know, it's a bit of an, it's a bit of an in joke. Uh, yeah. Full, full credit yeah. to the volunteers at the, at the Bluebell for for doing that. I'm sure it's either hosted Keynes or Sheffield Park that's that's got it. You no know, point Houdini written on, on the case. It's a brilliant idea. That's classic. Um, but it works. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it works. You know, we um we we did do one which was um sending milk churns up on the train. So it's, it's part of galas and things like that, we're doing demonstration goods loading and parcel loading um at, at Berwin, and the, so we put the parcels on and. Um, Goods onto the train, and then it would come back on the on the same train, and we then unload it, you know, for the photographers. and On one such occasion, we we put um, sort of three of these uh, of these aluminium milk churns onto the train, and um, sent sent them up, and uh, the train came back in, and so we went to unload them, and found there were these sort of really rusty, horrible, you know, grotty um, churns had been sent back. I thought, what on earth are these? You know, I thought these aren't the chains that we put on the train. Um, the next train brought uh, coming from the same direction, from the direction of Glen Doverdwy, um came a tin of silver paint um, with a note on it saying, um, "Here you are. This will help to. Re- these will. This will help to sort you know, paint the your chains." <laughs> You know, <laughs> to to which we ended up sort of the next the next working towards Glendorward. We we then you know, no, chalked on condemned onto the side of these chairs and sent them back. Um, and, sh- <laughs> and sure enough, received the uh, the proper ones that we would sent up in the first place. You know, it's just that this sort of the the sort of inside banter. In fact, it was great, great. <laughs> that's how it should be. Love that. You
0: know. <laughs> I absolutely love that. Yeah, makes sense. it unique.
1: It does. It does. You know, it's the we, we we are a mad bunch. I think that's fair to say, and I, I don't think you'd take any offence by me saying that, Mark. No, we, we are. We are a mad knows, bunch. We are totally mad. <laughs> yes, we are. But it's part of it, yeah.
0: though, and that's what I love about it. It's, it's, it's everybody's into the same thing, but in different areas, and Absolutely. it's it's one of the few, in
1: my opinion. Would you call it a hobby? It starts off as a hobby, and then it grows into sort of an overwhelming sort of – it takes over everything, I think, to be fair, if you let it. it does. become your life, and, and you have to remember that it is sort of your voluntary role. <laughs> to be yeah. fair, on some
0: occasions. As I was saying, it's, it's, it's the only hobby, you know, pardon to coin a phrase there, but it's, it's the only hobby that has that sort of interaction, in my opinion, mm. that strange – connection with everybody in different departments
1: yes yes everybody pulling together and everybody with their own skill set i mean i i wouldn't you know i know one end of a spade from the other but wouldn't no i wouldn't necessarily know the inner workings of a steam locomotive um you know i know the basics but suddenly wouldn't have a clue how to make the thing move but you know like likewise it's it's been able to sort of tell the, the story and the history of you know of steam railways and heritage railways well, is, is a bit more of you know, my forte really you know um and it's it's something that you know, not all railway volunteers are very good at necessarily is, is interacting with the public. Um but that's that's part of a you know of a voluntary organisation. It's part of any organisation. Of course. Um, you know so we all have our strengths and weaknesses. That's yeah. it. That's it. So, what 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 part <laughs> don't you enjoy? What part don't I enjoy? Well, it's the early mornings. No, it's sort of it's. No, I, I do I do like the early mornings. My my work generally means I have to be up and about anywhere in the country for about eight o'clock in the morning. So, the early mornings aren't a problem. Um, in the early days when I didn't have access to a car, I was travelling from Merseyside. Um, and if I was volunteering on a Saturday, it would be about two hours in each direction by public transport. Um, if I volunteered on a Sunday, it was four and a half hours and I could only get to the railway by 11 o'clock in the morning. Wow. Um, <laughs> so it was, it was why I tended to try and volunteer on a Saturday rather than a Sunday, uh, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, things like yeah. a, there's, there's a lot of politics on preserved Railways, um, as there is probably in most hobbies. Um, yeah, you know, and heritage things, and so and you do end up with a lot of what we call storming teacups. You know, there's lots of things that become you know, it's the end of the world for those you know, people involved, but actually, it's a little minor thing. Um, but so it's probably the politics, in all honesty. And um, you know, I, I know Clangothan's had it more than its first year these past few years. Um, and you know, hopefully, we'll, we're out of that now, and it's 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 we'll continue to grow and prosper. Um, so it's it's pro- probably the politics, I'd say, if I to okay. choose anything. There's, there's very little, though. <laughs> <There's> very little, <laughs> you know, it's a difficult question to answer. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I know what you know. mean. If, if, if we didn't enjoy it, we wouldn't
0: do we it. We wouldn't We'd do it. No, that's it. That's exactly right. it.
1: So, OK, I mean, then. The, I, all... I was just going to say the pay's awful as well. That's it. It's, oh, it's, it's tremendous, you, you know. You, pay, know, you people. Pay pay say, I know, you are sort of like paying, talking about minimum wage. Sort of, no, 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 <laughs> but by, by the time you put your fuel in and you're going to the you know having a meal afterwards oh, and the membership, you know, it's sort of oh, like, 50 quid oh, a time, you know. I don't know. Tell you about it. It's an expensive oh, hobby, shocking. It? <laughs> yeah. I know, okay. so, yeah, the pay. That's what that's the thing the thing <laughs> I don't like. Yeah, it's a pay.
0: <laughs> Good answer. Overtime, I like yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah. You're still on the uh, you're still on your station platform that yes. you're working at. What do you yes. really enjoy seeing go past?
1: Oh, in, in in terms of the locomotives or the rolling stock, that's both probably, but both right. Well, I I think you know my my I do have in my blood LMS blood. I think that's fair to say. Um yeah. my granddad was a fitter at Edge Hill Shed. Um, in the in the latter days of steam, so I was I was always brought up on tales of sort of jinties and duchesses and and that sort of thing. Um, so I should really say something of that ilk. Um, however, <laughs> um, it, I, you know, having, having been indoctrinated now with the sort of the the ways of the Great Western Railway, um, and really probably having done a lot of research into the publicity of it. It sort of it has washed off, so I would have to say it'd have to be something like an auto tank and a and an auto coach going past. It's sort of the quintessential branch line train, yep. in effect. Um, in set, yeah, either that or something like a duke dog, I'd, I'd say probably going past. Um, if I sort of had my you know, if I had a model railway at um, 12 inches to the foot scale, it would probably be that. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. No, yeah, no, yeah. So, What's
0: your opinion on diesels then?
1: I'm I'm very much very much in favour of diesels. They certainly have their place on Preserve railways. You know, um, totally and, agree. You know, they're, they're very important to you know, to to work in off-peak services. Um, DMUs fantastic and be able to see you know, the line in all in, in all directions. You know, it's observational carriages they're fantastic and we we don't make enough use of them um you know doing evening specials or you know bird watching or whatever you know they're fantastic um so i I think you know i do do not have a problem with diesels at all as long as they're well presented you know agreeable much like steam engines for example you know nobody's the general public don't really want to go to a, a railway to just see a scrapyard you know, we're, not, no, we're not. We're not trying to recreate Barry. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're, you know, we're, we're trying to we're trying to put on rose tinted glasses and see the 1950s in as it you know, or whichever period that, that a, a railway is trying to recreate. We're trying to show the the days of steam or the days of you know diesel railways, um, in in sort of their their best light. So I think as long as it's well presented, um, you know, and is well looked after um and you know has you no know, has all the maintenance everything done to it i've not got a problem at all not got a problem at all fantastic
0: that's great stuff
1: <laughs> so that's going it. back to you literally said then
0: uh modeling do you model yes. yourself
1: I do. Yes, I do. Um, I, I'm assuming this is referring to model railways rather than what I get up to on a Friday night, presumably. Well,
0: uh, you know, that for, that, that's for the Friday night podcaster. That, 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 that's,
1: that's for another... Tune in again, folks, for that one. <laughs> um, uh, it's, I, I, I do... I have taken up modelling. I started um, in sort of the first lockdown, in effect, last last year. Um, I, I got quite a few model railway bits together, uh, with a view to making a, a model railway, and then I thought, well, as soon as I get furloughed, I know we have to stay at home. Then I've got a perfect project to sort of crack on with, you know, uh, uh, safely. um Unfortunately, I wasn't furloughed, and actually found that my workload at work went up to about six days a week from the usual five. um oh. so so it was not a complaint, but it just meant that the the model railway building didn't really you know, commence in great, with great haste. Um, so I'm currently modelling um, Trevor Station, which is on the original sort of Vale of Langlofton line between Rabin and Thang-Often. Um I'm re- re- you know, building that in double O scale um, as accurately as possible um, in sort of, in you know, in, in double you know, O gauge um in the 1950s sort of era sort of ending up going for at the moment so that's it's slow and steady um to be honest and it's sort of whenever i'm going to free minute, it's 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 been spent on a little bit more ballasting or you know track laying etc but it's it's so yeah it's it's still bare boards and still you know plaster bandage stage at the moment yeah. it's a bit like mine then, really <laughs> it really is yeah, there's there's too many things you know. These weeks need to be longer. I'll be able to sort of crack on then. But we're, you know, we're doing. I think that's taken a backseat to my normal paid work, um, to book writing, um, and and everything else. To be honest, <laughs> so just, you know, it's not really stopped for long enough to be able to do it. But so yes, I I do model um but i don't think anyone would want to see my efforts they're, particularly, they're not particularly not not pending quality by any means yet. You
0: know. we've all got to start somewhere i'm starting yeah
1: well started uh, so you know, you know we've so what's what's your layout set, set up like Matt?
0: um right now mm. because I'm, I'm literally just looking over at it as we <laughs> it is a nine foot by three foot wide mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be gauge. right uh it's actually, I've actually used laminate flooring for the baseboard. Fair enough,
1: yes, yeah. It needs because to, it, I suppose it has to be light as well, doesn't it? If you're, if you're planning on it. moving it around, yes.
0: It's light and strong, which was left over from a building project we had at the house. Mm. So I thought, you know what, I'll try that. And that's been lined with cork, and it's now got three nine inch high sides on it that go right around to box it in, if you like. Yes. Um, and that's as far as it's got. <laughs>
1: Well, say so don't don't make the mistake I did uh, by using some dealer board. I, I sort of my first I made two baseboards um, last summer, and they were sort of four foot by two foot um, boards. Some you know, some dealer at the top with sort of not um, two by one battens underneath, and I sort of there's not that much strength and rigidity in a in a some dealer board, and I didn't put enough battens on. So after I'd done the track lane and put the the so the hillsides in, um, it was in serious need of a tamper all the time because there's suddenly these huge dips appearing in the middle of the track where it's was, it was sagging. Oh, you know, um you know, it's quite some horrendous gradients. You know, something going on. So that was a, it was literally back to basics, and um, it's now sort of um, six mil ply, and a lot more battens. It's still light, but it's it's sturdy. So lesson lesson learned. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm wondering how it's going to go with the laminate flooring, to be honest. I really am curious to know, because mm. um, people have gone, that's actually a good idea, because it's, yes, it flexes a very, very small amount, but nothing that you'd notice.
1: Yeah. Because it's, it's designed to be strong. Yeah, and it's, it's designed to be strong by being loaded in one small area as well, isn't it, So as you're walking, yeah. etc. you know. So um, yeah, no, let l- let us know how that goes. Uh, n- n- t- uh, as going through the build stage, really, you know, it'd be interesting. Well, my own <laughs> plugging my own stuff here. Um,
0: my YouTube channel is tracked and tested, and it is on there. Brilliant! There That's it subscribe now? Subscribe <laughs> now. That was a shameless plug. <laughs>
1: What You're supposed to say at this point is check. Check on the link below for more details. You? So I that, I oh, there you that, go. That, that you know, what? you should.
0: Yeah. You take over as host here, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no, you're
1: you're you do such a good job. A, oh, um, thank you, flattery. No, oh. No, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> check, so part. I in the it, post it? didn't it. I think. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: The people are we allowed to have checks in this climate?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Unless you leave it for two days, so it's COVID secure. I don't. Know. I don't know. To be honest, so electronic
0: electronic bank transfer. That's, no. that's what it is nowadays.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> if, if you <laughs> leave your bank details at the end of it, you might get a few sort of being sent in yet. But this is a try. You know. If you, if you never know. If you don't ask, you don't get. Do you this? So this is give a you <laughs>
0: <laughs> So. <laughs> Oh, don't get me going. Otherwise, I won't stop. Otherwise, I won't stop laughing. <laughs> so, apart from you, obviously, you know, you model railway in, yes. and you work at the station, and you book writing. Do you have any other hobbies at all?
1: I don't really have a lot of time for it, to be honest. But I don't know. Um, um
0: you sound like a very busy man.
1: I, I am, I am. Um, I, I do, I do like to sort of you know, go out to. Uh, Sort of nineteen forties reenactments and that sort of thing, Um, but it's 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 mainly sort of in a mixture between geology, walking, railways, and you know traveling around the country. In effect, that's that's it. That's it. You know, nothing nothing to write home about other than my normal manic lifestyle. Well, it, it's keeping me off the streets, now to mischief. on the, the, men in the, white the, the men in the white coats haven't come yet, so you know we're, yeah. we're doing something right. You know, so far. There's a knock at the door. Yes, yeah. If I disappear quickly, you know why? <laughs> they yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so uh,
0: I'm jumping back into it because mm. it's been it's been fascinating listening to it. I'm like listening in awe and forgetting where I am. If you get what I mean. <laughs> So, what are you saying about the pigeon in the basket? What's the funniest thing that you've either done or has happened while you've been a volunteer?
1: I I I think it must be, and there's there's been a lot, and you know there's quite there's quite a long sort of list for this, but I think the, the one that's really does stick in my mind so far has been we we set up um, a good couple of years back now, and uh, the idea of giving out Edmondson tickets, so the old card tickets um to yep. um, you know the clangotham the, the railway uh, as a commercial organization uses sort of you know till receipts etc as, as part of the printed tickets rather than the, the traditional card tickets um, yep. so at berwin where it was it's cash only and there was no card facilities or anything like that we um we we started issuing the souvenirs these um printed card tickets and they were done very, very kindly by the volunteers at Dunster on the West Somerset Railway. Um, and we sort of started dishing these out. And all they had was um, Berwyn 2, you know, Great Western Railway, Berwin 2, and it was blank underneath. So we started off, and the idea originally was sort of you'd, you'd just write in, say, you know, Clangothan or... or Carog or whatever you know, there was on the, the railway. Um, it very quickly escalated. So they were actually writing for, for kids. We were giving these tickets out for, to kids um, and writing on the destinations they wanted to go to in their dreams, you know, sort of like their, their ideal trip. Um, yeah, which which went well. You'd get a lot for Legoland and sort of you know and to Hogwarts and, and all sorts of strange places. but the, well, the one that sticks in my mind was this um this lady came, this, this young girl came along and said, I'd really like to go to Machu Picchu. Um and I was uh, thinking, thinking okay. oh, that's that's fine. Um normally at this point you go. Okay, I can't spell that. I'll have a cheeky search on Google on my phone, you know, the other side of the ticket hatch, find out how you spell Machu Picchu, and then put it on the ticket. Unfortunately, there's no mobile reception or Wi-Fi at the station. Oh, no. <laughs> so they're scratching head, going, right, Machu Picchu. Um, it obviously starts with an M sort of thing, you know, but you know, this sounds not, not like a countdown on the spots or scenario, you know. So I said, I'm really, I'm really sorry, I'm struggling to spell it. And she said, oh, I can't spell it either. I said, right, that's all right. That's two of us then. Uh, so, <laughs> so it ended up being, she said, um, in that case, just um, put Paris instead. I said, I can spell that. That's no problem. So he put Paris on it and issued this, this ticket to Paris, you know. Uh, but it was just, it was all, it was that sort of that interaction that we were doing. It went from a seemingly sort of, you know, uh, trying to recreate a, a, a thing from the past where you just, you'd just issue a, an Edmondson ticket, a, a ticket hatch and have it stamped and the rest of it. Yeah. Right way through to it being an interactive sort of thing that was, that stuck with me now for five years, that interaction we had. You know, the little thing, <laughs> we're trying to spell <laughs> Machu Picchu. Um, so it's probably that, to be fair, mate. <laughs> Do you know what? It's the little stories like that that just, just makes it, doesn't it? Exactly. You know, I mean, for, for most of the visitors, particularly most of the kids, when they travel on the, on the train, their idea of a ticket is sort of like credit card size and orange, isn't it? Or now nah, it's probably on an yeah. app on your phone. You know, so I think it's, it's just it's like a barcode, it. isn't it? So then, nah. To actually see, you know, they have no knowledge of what the original sort of Thomas Edmondson. Card ticket style was, um, or or even how you go about doing it. So we were able to sort of go through the process of issuing a ticket the the old fashioned way, but making it fun, and that's what that's what we need to do in preservation as, as a whole, is is make it fun and make it interactive, you know. Yes. And that's um, you know and do but do it accurately at the same time. And if you can manage all three, fantastic. We you know that's 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 the, that's oh. the game. that's that's the the gold and the aim. Agreed. And, totally uh, agreed there so which railways do you like to visit to visit um i've I visit the seven valley a lot as you can imagine living 10 miles away from the from the Kidderminster terminus um it's, oh, it's, 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 it's right, it's right on my doorstep yeah um you know and we, we've the, the heritage volunteers on the railway have you know has built up quite you know, very very good relationships with the with a lot of the volunteers on the seven valley um the the station at Erdington for example the volunteers there um, you know that they have they don't have any electricity to the station so everything's lit by gas um, or oil lighting um you know and um, but they've they've tried to put it back exactly as it was um, you know the inside of the waiting room now has now got a load of great western posters that's on loan from from my own collection um, so wow. the inside of inside of Erdington is um, are all my great western 1930s posters, you know, not, 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 not wow, I'd rather be than be out and being seen by the public, you know, um, rather than wrapped up at yeah. home in a tube. So, so I spend a, a, lot, a lot of time visiting the Seven Valley, um, and but again, places like the Great Central, you know, recreating you know the past as a, a double track mainline, brilliant experience. I'd recommend it to anybody, particularly galas. When you st- you don't know which direction the next train's going to mm-hmm. come in, you know it's brilliant. There's, some, there's always oh, something yeah. to
0: see. <laughs> no, I need to go to the Great Temple. It's it's you know,
1: there's there's nothing better than sitting at Rothley on a, on a, a Saturday evening under the hiss of the gas lights, hearing a train approaching in the, in the dark in the distance. It's 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 just another world, you know. You know listen listening listen to the bells in yeah. the signal box opposite spot on you know it's you know, we, we can't do try and travel but it's the nearest thing we can do <laughs> <laughs> unless you've got a TARDIS too.
0: this um, is true yeah unless yeah. you've got a TARDIS that yeah. is true <laughs> so just to, before we before we wrap up then have you got any um socials that you want to plug you know tell people where you can get your book from and so on so on yes
1: yeah um so social media wise Zilt uh, <laughs> but um, no I, 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 I did have last year I was penciled in into be doing um, six talks across the country and uh, to various organizations and groups but due to a certain pandemic I wasn't able to do them so you no know, obviously I'm hoping this year we can get back out on the road um so you know if, hope if so I do you know, do have a look certainly slang off the museum um I've got to do do a talk for them this year um it should have been last year I did an exhibition for them um year before last and put a whole rowiana exhibition on upstairs for them so you know keep 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 an eye out for for those um my my book is very originally called the robin to barmouth line uh so the volume one is out now through Fontil media um which details the history of the line going right way back to the 1860s Um, um and in- then there's vol. there'll be a new guidebook for the railway new visitor guide for the railway coming out this may um along with our walks from uh, walks from our stations guide which has got um 10 walks from the stations so you can you know break your journey and go and have an explore into the into the wider area um both of both of those yep. are out through Morton's Media in in May um and then when i finish it there'll be another one it will be volume 2 of um, sort of covering the Ballad to Barmouth section of the line, will be out once I've written it. Um, it's it's work in progress at the moment. Um, I'm looking um, forward so to that. So if, if you're struggling struggling to sleep at night, they're the three to look at, look at.
0: <laughs> no, not at all. It's it's all fascinating yeah, yeah. stuff.
1: So yeah, no, that's that's my that's my plug yeah, uh, if anybody's interested. Um, there's copies on Amazon and places like that, so do do out there and find them
0: uh, well, <laughs> Right, so now we get onto on to the fun go bit for it. Go for it The three quick, quick fire questions, fire
1: questions. Alright, no problem I'm ready, You're go ready? for it Question one What's your favourite beverage? It'd be real ale at the moment, it's probably a butty back, it's in the Y Valley Brewery so um, it's going to be going to be my favourite beverage what about Not non-alcoholic? Alcoholic. probably end up being tea. I drink copious amounts of it at work, so I'm probably it's probably now in my blood I've got tea now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as every Brit would say, most of my blood is that's actually it, yeah. tea. Yeah, everything yeah. stops with tea, isn't
1: mm.
0: it? That's it. Yeah, that's it. Stop Absolutely. up and brew up. Keep
1: keep. Question two. What's your favourite pie? pie? It would have to be a pork pie. Um, particularly, I've just just found this past year, they now do pork and black pudding pies, which is a oh. fantastic invention. I don't know why it's taken this long to come up with it. So, um, yeah, pork and black pudding pies.
0: The funny thing is, every guest previous has said oh, yeah. that so no, far.
1: It's uh, it's, a, it's a cracking one.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I
1: was going to say, pasties are included oh, in this. I'm, I'm sticking with my guns on that one. It's going to take all the beating. No, okay. Well, I'll certainly try them all.
0: <laughs> and question three, what's your favourite TV show?
1: TV show. I've been a big fan of Peaky Blinders at the moment, which, coming, coming living in the West Midlands, sounds like a blatant plug for the publicity department for, for the ones. Um, <laughs> but I, I've, I ended up, over, over Christmas, I, I've come to it late, um, but I started watching episode one, one afternoon. Um I end up finishing episode thirteen, so the start of season three at six o'clock the following morning. Um and it it's probably time for bed at that point having binge watched it. So it's gonna to have to be peaky blinders. <laughs> <laughs> Good answers. Good answers. <laughs> Good answers. Yeah.
0: Well Peter, it's been an absolute pleasure and a joy thank having you, you much, on man.
1: It's, i think what you what you're doing with this podcast is a fantastic idea you know from from the previous interviewees that have been on you know it's a long long may it continue quite frankly you know it's it's
0: i really appreciate that it's, peter it's thank brilliant. you keep, keep up the good work Look, thank you very much and yourself with you.
1: your well, it's, a it's a pleasure if i can I can help people sleep at night, and if I can educate one person with one fact, then I've done my job right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, again, thank you very much for being a guest. Uh, you take care of yourself, and hopefully, thank I'll you see very you much. soon. Same
1: to you. All the best, Matt. Thank you. Cheers, now. <laughs>
0: Okay, so a massive, massive thank you for Peter there. That was absolutely fantastic hearing about what he had to say about the history and the actual byways of the railways. Um, I'll leave a link in the description from where you can get his book from Amazon. I've got a copy, and personally, I think it's fantastic. Okay, so the next guest is going to be Jamie Shaw. So hopefully you'll tune in next time. Stay safe and stay well. Thank you.